This episode is sponsored by Lahuria Studio. It's time to make your sunless tanning an experience. Welcome to Your Power with M Rose. I am M Rose, and this is a podcast to inspire and encourage you to step into your power and help you to create your dream life, business, and relationships using modern personal development tools, mindset hacks, and manifestation techniques. Today, I have the absolute delight that is Stephanie Taylor on the podcast. Stephanie is a celebrity spray tan artist in the US who is making waves in the sunless tanning industry. She is a huge advocate for change and is a leader in making the space more diverse and inclusive. She is doing such incredible things and her mission is so inspiring. Whether you are in the beauty industry or the tanning industry or not, She is just going to inspire you in so many ways, I promise. She has some juicy celebrity stories and her infectious energy will just simply change the world. I am so excited for you to hear this interview. I know you guys are absolutely going to love her. So without further ado, I introduce you to Stephanie Taylor. We ready. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> We're here. We're ready. It's your girl. <laughs> I'm so jealous that you have a wine right now. I'm I like know. I'm sorry. Sipping on I'm my cold sorry. coffee. <laughs> I'm fucking here being a tease, a lush, you know me. Uh, well, welcome. Welcome to the Your Power podcast. It's so amazing to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. We just actually, um, for you guys listening, we just jumped off Stephanie's podcast and so she's just finished interviewing me and now it's my time to grill her. I know, right? I'm a little nervous now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how the tables have turned. (laughs) Right. Working ladies, working ladies. I know. So before we get into any question, well, any content, I have two questions that I would like to ask you. The first one is... What did you want to be when you grew up? And then what is your craziest business story? Oh, God. Okay. So when I was little, I wanted to be, oddly enough, I also am not like a crazy big beauty person. I wanted to be Mm -hmm. an oceanographer. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm from Chicago, Illinois. It's cold as fuck there most of the year. We don't have an ocean near us, obviously. So I think that was a big reason behind me always wanting to come out to California. I made the move. I wanted to be near the ocean. I wanted to just be closer to the shore, essentially. So yeah, I thought I was going to be an oceanographer, believe it or not. That is a very different occupation to a spray tan artist. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'll tell you why. I was obsessed with the movie Titanic as a kid. Um, Leo was daddy. I, I was, like, obsessed. I watched that movie over and over and over again. And it's, like, what, a four- to five-hour fucking movie? It's so long. Um, and I I don't know. I saw an oceanographer, and I was like, yep, 
that's it. That's for me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, I wanted to be an interior designer purely because of The Sims. So, I mean. <laughs> I can <laughs> Yes, Sims. I'm all about it. That is hilarious. Um, but a crazy business story. Oh, fuck. Probably my craziest. And I'm not going to name names. Um, mm -hmm. So, for the listeners, I'm a celebrity spray tan artist. So, I'm going to omit a lot of names throughout me talking just for my own legal protection. legal reasons <laughs> yes um i think probably one of the craziest experiences was a very high profile celebrity came in to get a spray tan and asked me to make sure that i spray tanned inside of like his ass crack basically he was going to do <laughs> Basically, he was going to some sort of fucking extravaganza. Who the fuck knows what he was doing in Hollywood? Mm -hmm. um, but it was it was imperative that he bent over and I got inside of his ass crack because the previous tan left his crack white and he got um, some comments on that. So we needed to fix that with his tan. So that Who's was probably looking. <laughs> Girl, it, I, like I said, it was a fucking extravaganza. Who knows? My mind is, I'm sure everyone listening is exactly the same as me right now, like in my mind trying to think who it is. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so it's not like an old client, but I would say like 50s pushing okay. 60. So that was a lot, sis. Like, let me oh tell you, I, it's clearly scarred me for life because that was, I want to say, maybe like four years ago. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm sure you'll never be able to look at him the same. Ever, ever. Every time I see him on TV, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I start sweating. I've seen your butthole. <laughs> Literally, like, all right. It is what it is. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've... Well, let's rewind. Tell us <laughs> who you are, how you got into spray tanning people's butt cracks, and yep. <laughs> your background. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm Stephanie Taylor, a celebrity spray tan artist. I am in Los Angeles, California, and also San Diego, California. Um, my business basically sprays in between both cities and throughout Southern California. Um, how did I get started? Honestly, I'll be completely honest. I fell into it. This mm -hmm. was obviously not my first choice. I thought I was going to be a fucking oceanographer. Um, when that failed, <laughs> I was like, well, shit, maybe I'll move to LA to be an actress. Um, that also failed. Um, at this what point, you your reels are amazing. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Bitch. The fact that all people passing me up for these major jobs is fucking beyond me. But, um, no, I'll be completely honest. Uh, the industry when I first started was not as diverse as it is today. And I'm so happy to see where it's gone. Um, however, this was back in the day when they were hiring like Scarlett Johansson to play women of color, like historically. So yeah, it right. just wasn't a thing for people of color to be signed to these major, you know, agencies and that was extremely defeating. Um, and you kind of get tired of hearing those no's day in and day out and telling, you know, when, when they tell you, hey, you could you could lose, you know, 15 to 20 pounds before we shoot new headshots. And that definitely took a toll on me. And I just wasn't fulfilled. It wasn't something that like made me happy anymore. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I also was fucking broke. I was poor as shit. You know, I wasn't booking anything. I was not able to work and, you know, get paid from these acting gigs. It was a lot of me standing in the background on shows that would pay maybe like $100 for the day. Um, But, you know, it, it doesn't pay the bills. So I got a job at a tanning salon. It was the only place that hired me with my very little work experience. Um, they pretty much gave me a spray tan gun and they were like, all right, let's let's see what you fucking got. And that was it. That was the rest of me getting into, you know, the spray tanning industry. It was something that I always did on the side, I would say, while I pursued other interests. Um but it was something that always kept me grounded. It always kept me fed. It always kept me uh, humble. Yeah. It's funny how things just have a tendency to work out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I actually, <laughs> I met my husband at that tanning salon and he's black and no, he yeah. was there tanning. He was there to flirt. Uh, he walked <laughs> right into the tanning salon and I was like, this fucking guy, like, there's no way. And here we are. It was just like meant to fucking be. So tanning has changed a lot in my life. (laughs) Yeah, that's so crazy. Oh, my goodness. So tell us about Bronzed Ambition, your business. Where, How did you kind of move in from doing it on the side to to this whole thing that you now have? Absolutely. So when I was spray tanning way, way, way back in the day when I got my start, I was working at – a shitty little tanning salon that some of you may know. They had a reality show back in the day on E! Um, Sunset Tan oh, is yes, the name yeah. of the tanning salon. Yes, it's a fantastic, shitty series. If you want to binge watch something that is just fucking crap TV, definitely watch Sunset Tan. It's fantastic. Are you on um, it? Oh, God, no. Oh, and they thought <laughs> I and They were not ready for me to be on their fucking reality TV show. Absolutely not. Um, yes, I'm actually really grateful that I got the job right after they stopped filming. So mm-hmm. that worked out for me. Um, but so I worked at Sunset Tan. Again, the industry was not super diverse then either. Um, we got a lot of, uh, clearly we got a lot of tall, white, skinny, blondes, um, gorgeous fucking women at all times. However, I began to just feel so desperate to fit in. I mean, and you can see me right now. That's just not what I am. I'm short, loud, brown, Puerto Rican bitch. You know what I mean? Like it was just so far removed from who I am ultimately in my core. I began to feel like I was always trying to attain something that just wasn't possible for me. Um, I had left the spray tanning industry after many experiences of microaggressions and just shitty pay. I needed to make more money. Um, And I think it really wasn't until our first lockdown, it made me sit the fuck down and think about my life and think about what I wanted and think about my journey as a a woman of color in America. And that was the birth of Bronzed Ambition Collective. I wanted to create something that was going to be an inclusive, safe space for absolutely everyone, no matter what you look like, where you come from, um, 
gender, if you're non-binary, if you're trans, if you are a sex worker, because sex workers have kept us in business throughout the whole fucking lockdown, let's be serious. I want everyone to feel accepted and I want them to feel safe and I want them to feel beautiful in my space. And that is when I decided to start my own business. Um, oh my God, and it was the best fucking thing I ever could have done. It's been so rewarding to make space, especially in the American beauty industry for women of color in the tanning industry, because for so long we've been like overlooked. It's like, oh, yeah. you're already fucking brown. Why do you want to tan? But it does something so incredible to our skin, sis. Like, let me tell you. Yeah, oh, 100%. We, we literally glow with spray tans. Um, that, and we have fucking money to spend on our beauty treatments. I think a lot of the times there was this misconception that like, oh, they don't want to spend money on tanning for whatever reason, like classist almost. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, it's been a wild ride, um, super rewarding. And I, I could not be more thankful for that tanning salon for putting me in the position that I am in today. Yeah, of course. And do you, do you find that um, there has been a change in the industry in terms of diversity? Do you think it has changed significantly or it's starting to get there? How do you feel about it? Yeah, so, you know, it, baby steps, it is starting. I think a lot more people are aware of the lack of inclusion that we have in the American beauty industry. I also think that we have some trailblazers in this industry right now that are just lighting shit on fire, pretty yeah. much. Just like, yeah, no, the, we're not going to keep fucking doing this toxic shit. We need to evolve, you know, as, as people, as business owners, we need to start being inclusive and we need to start making strides for the generations to come. Um, I think such a similar experience that other women of color in America have had has been basically I realized I was not ugly. I realized I was a woman of color because every beauty magazine, every single model, every single you know, beauty standard in this country is a very specific type. We very rarely see girls with their natural curl pattern. We very rarely see uh, Asian cover girls. We very rarely see, I mean, we have J-Lo, but that's like the only fucking Puerto Rican like superstar that we see yeah. on magazine covers. Um, so it's about that time we get that representation for all other types of women. You know, we all want to feel beautiful. We all want to feel seen and heard and... So it's, it's getting slightly better. Uh, we still have a lot of fucking work to do. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yep. Like I was saying to you before, I think, I think we're much of a muchness in that, in that situation. You know, it's, it's, I don't know if I'm just, um, I definitely have a, a lot more that I need to learn in terms of how I can be a part of that change as well. Um, yeah. And I think it's because of the lack of, the lack of, um things surrounding me you know it, it is you know very white female dominated and you don't same with our indigenous australians you know it, it's it's unlikely that you're going to see it, that representation in the beauty industry so yeah i definitely think you know there is still a lot of work to do <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. And I have so many students that I mentor that come to me specifically because I specialize in people of color that they want to know, hey, it's not something that I'm familiar with. It's not something that I'm comfortable with uh, just because of my lack of education. Let's say if you're coming from a rural town where you have one fucking black person in your area, mm. you're not going to be aware of, I suppose, the the politically correct ways to market towards people of color or, you know, just appropriate ways to be inclusive to everyone in general. Um, and my biggest piece of advice for other business owners is it's there's no harm in not knowing these things. No one is saying that it's bad because you don't know. You're not aware. You're not surrounded by it. We don't expect you to know these things from jump. However, there is harm in refusing to learn about uh, these yeah. communities and these groups. It's like, ask, just reach out to people that you trust, reach out to someone that can give you that safe space to have those awkward dialogues. Uh, they may be super uncomfortable and sometimes painful to go over together, but they're so necessary for growth. Um, as business owners, as just humans in general, we just have to be fucking kinder to people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. You're, you're a massive inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> and no, you are. It's, it's amazing. Thank you. Um, Tell us how you then got into spray tanning celebrities. So my shitty little tanning salon definitely brought that into my life. Like I said, I owe them so much. Um, not only did they, you know, keep me fed at my lowest of lows, they allowed me to gain some sort of uh, notability in the spray tanning industry. I, I think the first celebrity that I did spray. I don't even know if I can say this, but I'm just <laughs> going to say it. Uh, and it was a fluke because I didn't even know who the fuck she was at the time. Uh, Ashley Green from Twilight. Oh my God, yes. So I stayed late one night um, and she came in to get sprayed for a premiere. And I, I had no idea who she was at the time. And it wasn't until I saw her on the red carpet at an award show later that week. I was like, that's my fucking tan. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> so it kind of just like that, that pinball effect, that domino effect where it yeah. was just like you, you did one. And, you know, when you feel comfortable and you get that technique down, it just kind of kept coming. My, my tanning salon well, my shitty little tanning salon that I worked at, they were known for being the salon that celebrities went to when they needed a spray tan. Okay, uh, mobile yeah. spray tanning wasn't necessarily a thing quite yet. This was quite some years ago. Um, so this was like, I guess, quote unquote, the safe space for celebrities to go to get a spray tan. However, nine times out of 10, we had like TMZ and other like news outlets, media outlets, parked outside waiting to see who was coming in so oh my god yeah. it was so cool it was a wild ride for sure um yeah. but it's funny when you're surrounded by it it just becomes like your every day you're no longer just like starstruck when yeah. you see people they're just I don't know they're just people when they're naked in front of you it's a lot different <laughs> The pedestal comes down. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. When they're bent over asking you to spray their ass crack, it's quite different. <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna. I'm just gonna sit with that and just try and come up with who, who it was. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, just, just a wild ride for sure. 
Yeah. Do you find this is like total tangent, but as you were talking, I was thinking about this. When um, I, I see a lot of, you know, people who um, tan celebrities or, or influencers or things like that, and um, there's a huge issue in the tanning industry that people will credit makeup artists, hair artists, who they're styled by. Do you find that that's something that needs to be better? Um, so I think at least here in the States, people are really good about crediting like hair and makeup when it comes to spray tans. Absolutely not. Mm. Uh, there's still such a weird stigma about spray tanning in general. And I say this shit all the time. We are like the stepchild of the beauty industry. Like no one wants to admit that like we're there, but we're clearly a huge part of the family. Yeah. We're the weird cousin. Um, yeah. Like we're that weird that weird side the weird friend the family of the friend or the friend of the family that's that's us um we don't get credit at all um I think maybe once in a while I'll see someone post a red carpet tan that they did and the only reason that the tan was credited was because the artists themselves shared it um Mm. so I mean in in magazines or in any like write-ups when they ask you know what who are you wearing tonight your makeup yada 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 no one ever talks about the fucking spray tan yeah which that should change yeah Yeah. 100 it should change just because it's like not that i feel like just because it's not there on the glam day it's just they're just forgotten (laughs) i know and that's like such a pivotal part of the look like that really ties everything in together um 100 that dress would not look (laughs) how good it does without that tan Literally, you pasty bitch, tag me in your tan photos. How dare you? Oh, that's so funny. So do you, you currently still tan? Did you take your tanning celebrities from the salon? Did they follow you over? Or have you got kind of new ones now? Uh, So I do have new clientele. um, And the clientele is always changing because the Hollywood industry is really, really fucking fast. You know what I yeah. mean? Like the it girls 10 years ago are not the it girls today. So mm-hmm. we constantly have new people, new, you know, reality TV stars that get sprayed, new models, new influencers. Um, so it's kind of like a revolving door as they yeah. age, you know, we kind of fluctuate through our clients. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would have felt horrible about reaching out to the clients that I met through my tanning salon like I don't know I have such a a thing about like just being loyal and being a good person at the end of the day I would never want to burn my bridges um and they they set me up you know what I mean they made me who I am and I would never want to fuck them over in in a sense yeah Yeah, I mean there is enough pale asses in Southern California for all of us to win. So yes, that's right. <laughs> and do you have any more juicy kind of stories from celebrity? I mean, obviously you don't have to say <laughs> name, even though we would love that. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I have so many. Um, and again, I like cannot say this name because this is a this one is a big one. However, he did get a nickname with the girls at the salon. Um, his nickname was Cheater Peter, and that is not his stage name. Yeah. So I will just let that sit there. Will However, all Peters out. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any Peter that you can think of, go ahead and let your imagination run wild. However, this motherfucker would come in with his girlfriend at the time or fiance. I, I think they're engaged or married now. It's been quite some time. However, he would bring her in and then would come in the next day with another girl and then the next day with another girl oh and then God. the next day with another girl. And we're like, dude, you are like a recognizable celebrity and you are just out here rolling the fucking dice with all of these girls. And I mean, he was like, locked arms hand on ass it wasn't like oh i'm bringing my friend or i'm yeah. bringing my cousin like it was very apparent that he was cheating on his girlfriend it was super sad but oh, she's still with him so he either never got caught or mm. he is just paying her the fuck out which yeah. i had at it sis <laughs> yeah to <laughs> do what you need to do <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely but yeah we saw stuff like that all of the time um i think it was the beginning. I'm not sure if you're familiar with like Amanda Bynes. Mm. I worked at Sunset Tan at the beginning of her like whole hoopla and we constantly had paparazzi trying to chase her in while she was like switching wigs and just bizarre. Absolutely oh my God. Our behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's a pretty juicy experience altogether. Yeah, I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> What what do you think makes Bronzed Ambition stand out? I think the fact that we are so inclusive um, and the fact that it is so rare to have someone specialize in people of color in specific here mm -hmm. in this tanning industry, um, I try to make it a point to let everyone know, like, no, this is this is totally a service that you can benefit from. This is totally a service that you can enjoy um, because it's very rare that this service is even marketed to people of color. So I think the fact that I'm constantly speaking on issues that affect us as people of color, I'm constantly speaking on issues that are as inclusive as possible. Um, I really hope that my brand resonates that and people feel like I offer a safe space for them to try something new or to continue to get a spray tan, or I just want people to feel comfortable and accepted. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I never want another black girl to run out of a store because they don't carry her shade, shade. of foundation, or yeah. I don't want like a, a bigger girl to, you know, have anxiety all day leading up to her spray tan appointment. Pretty much I just want people to see this brand as inclusive. And I feel that that does make me stand out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. That's great. And what, what do you think is the most successful thing you've done for your business so far? The most successful thing I've done for my business, I think dropping my own product line as well. Mm. Um, so, I mean, you can totally relate to this during our lockdowns. We've all experienced certain hardships. And I, I say that COVID was a blessing and a curse because the lockdowns were horrible. The financial strain that it put on everyone fucking sucked. Um, but it would have never given me the drive that I have today. I was forced to be put in a position that made me creative as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I had to find different ways to make passive streams of income, I had to find different 
you know, outlets and avenues. I started, you know, spray tan training. I started virtual courses. Um, it really made all of us become extremely innovative. And I think that for me is probably my biggest, my biggest success was just rolling with that. Yeah. Awesome. So what say let's someone who's listening, they just dream to be spray tanning celebrities assholes where (laughs) (laughs) what are your pieces of advice for someone just starting out to kind of get to where you are yeah absolutely so if you are just starting out i'm going to be completely honest you're going to have to give away a fuck ton of free spray tans um that is probably the best way to get uh some sort of notoriety in your industry, you need to be able to have that portfolio. You need to be able to show your work. You need to be able to show your skill set. You need to be able to show um, that diverse brand that you bring to the game. Because again, now the industry with celebrities is super diverse. Mm. Um, And everyone that's on the red carpet damn near is getting a spray tan. So people seek out other artists. on the gram or word of mouth, like, hey, do you know someone that's good with like an Asian complexion for a spray tan? I have a high profile client that needs somebody. So it's all word of mouth right now. Um, Just practice, honestly, get as many tans under your belt as you possibly can. Again, engage with everybody on social media that you possibly can. Social media is going to really be the driving force behind you getting those high profile clients and just being put in rooms that you otherwise would not have the opportunity to IRL. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah. Great. I'm, I'm, I'm listening like, hmm, okay. You're like, <laughs> yes. And I'm asking for the listeners. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Slide in the DMS. I have no shame. I slide in celebs DMS all yeah. the fucking time still. And you'll be surprised. Sometimes you'll get the assistant that'll be like, oh, wow, we'll keep your information if we need you in the future. Yeah, that's a great idea. There's no shame in your game, bitch. Reach out to people. Just just yeah. try every outlet that you possibly can. Yeah, I guess it goes with what I was saying when you were interviewing me about just shamelessly making sure people know your name, however, <laughs> however that is. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like you have to reach out to, to everyone. Think of yeah. celebrity that you absolutely love, like every single real housewife, like slide and everyone's DMs. Yeah, love it. Yep. How do you, um, a, a bit of kind of like behind the scenes of the business, how do you keep your mind happy? How do you look after your mind? How do you stay grounded? Do you practice mindfulness? What do you kind of do mindset wise behind business? Yeah, I think it's so important to take care of your mental health and just making sure that you are still taking care of taking care of you as a business owner. Um, I am an avid traveler. For me, that is my escape. I love to travel. I make sure that I take, you know, a couple vacations a year when we're not on fucking lockdown um, (laughs) so that I can just get away and unplug and do my thing, just relax and enjoy my time with my husband and my family. And I think on a day to day, I try to make sure that I go on a walk Mm. as like, as I guess, 
you know, simple as that sounds, simple as that sounds, that has been like my saving grace through lockdown. Me and my husband will go on our little two to three mile walk every day as the sun is setting. And we just have that time together to talk about our day, talk about our plans for the rest of the week, get outside, get that vitamin D, that fresh air so that you can, you know, get out of being cooped up, you know, from the house all day. And that's been like such a such a helpful tool for us just mm. to move move your fucking body. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a it's amazing what just fresh air can do for you, Absolutely. and it's something something you just never really realize until lockdown. I was exactly the same. I was like desperate for my walk every day. <laughs> yeah, I would like look forward to it. I'd be like, I don't know. I'm yet I need to go outside yeah it's like you really understand why dogs get so excited for walks <laughs> absolutely I am a fucking dog I swear I'm so excited for my walk every day yeah it meant everything to me so that's definitely yeah. something that I try to do for myself daily yeah I love it and just to finish us off what is your your why why do you, what pushes you in business? What is your purpose? What is your mission? What do you, what are your highest values? Absolutely. Um, I feel like I have so many whys, but I think the biggest one behind me waking up every single day and doing what it is that I do, even on the days that I don't want to show up or the days that I feel like I just simply can't go on, um, is the fact that I don't want I don't want another person of color to ever feel that they are not safe in a particular space. It's bigger than just the beauty industry for me. I think being in the States and being here during the whole Black Lives Matter movement and just watching the the riots and the protests and seeing how our country just went to absolute shit. It was such an eye-opening experience for me because yes, I am a woman of color, but I know that I also have lighter skin privilege in a sense. Like I know that I will be treated differently from someone that could be the same ethnicity as I am, but they'll have darker skin. Yeah. Um, that's such an important thing for me to have people understand and take accountability because colorism is still so fucking real. And it's so important that we start to break that down and digest it so that we can move forward and make these experiences for people of color better. Yeah. I love that so much. That is my biggest why. Um, That and I really just love what I do. I love making people feel good about themselves. I love shaking shit up. I love bringing the idea of diversity to the beauty business because it's something that's not been talked about quite enough, especially in the sunless tanning industry. Mm. I mean, everyone just wants to get, you know, darker, but no one ever wants to talk about how the services aren't marketed towards people that are already dark. Yeah, (laughs) 100%. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, you're amazing. Just, Thank just putting you. it out there. <laughs> Thank you. So you're are a you. huge, you're a huge inspiration. And I just, I just love watching you and take all of your reels and your posts and everything is just extra drive for me. So I'm sure lots of people will do the same. Thank you, my love. It's been such a pleasure. And thank you for being on my podcast too. We had a blast. Yeah, we've had a great we spent like the whole afternoon together. I love it. No, I was about to say we've been talking for like two hours. I know. 
I feel like you should be able to grab a glass of wine. I know. I mean, it's 12.30 now, so we're good. <laughs> it's the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Before we it. go, where can uh, where can everyone find you? What's your Instagram? Where can we see you? Yes, Instagram at bronzedambition.co. It's your girl, celebrity spray tan artist Steph Taylor. Follow and I follow almost everyone back as long as you're not like a creeper sliding yeah. in my DMs. Like I I love following people. I'm not one of those weird people that are like, oh, I'm gonna keep my followers. Yeah. The ratio. Like, yeah, like I don't give a fuck. If I like you, I'm following you. Yeah, I love it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, my love. It was lovely chatting to you. Yay. Thank you. There you have it. Isn't she just so wonderful? <laughs> Go and follow her on Instagram. She is just a delight to follow. Her reels are the best. And while you're at it, if you're not already, make sure you are following at your power pod and at m.rose. underscore underscore. All the good usernames were taken. <laughs> Come and join the closed Facebook group, Your Power Pod with M Rose. And while you're at it, I would also go and follow Lahuria Studio on Instagram. That is L-U-J-U-R-I-A dot studio so that you can get involved with the massive 12 days of Christmas giveaways that I will be launching next week. Have a wonderful weekend. I will chat to you next week. 